Our study tonight is in Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12. We've been looking at warnings that Jesus gives. Jesus, in chapter 12, begins by saying, Beware of hypocrisy and the danger that comes with pretending to be something that we're not and how harmful that is to us, how it saps the joy right out of us because now we're just always trying to impress people rather than enjoying what the Lord has given. Then the Lord uh, challenged them and he said, I want you to beware of covetousness. And that's what we looked at last week where he said, beware of not being content because of what that does to you. Tonight now we come to Luke chapter 12 and we begin at verse 22. And we're going to look at the warning that he gives. He says, beware of, and what he's describing in these verses is beware of worry. Worry is something that it's easy to struggle with. We, we get knotted up on the inside. And Jesus is going to address that because of the dangers that comes. Worry is destructive in that it hurts us physically. It hurts us spiritually. Worry is going to be deceptive, and he's going to address that. Worry actually begins to blind us to what we see about God around us. And then we're going to look at the fact that worry actually keeps us from growing as a believer. So those are the things we're going to see tonight in our study. Let's begin with verse 22. And Jesus said unto his disciples, Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat, nor for your body, what ye shall put on. The life is more than meat, and the body is more than raiment. Consider the ravens. For they sow not, nor reap, which neither have storehouse nor barn, and God feedeth them. How much more are ye better than the fowls? And which of you, with taking thought, can add to his stature one cubit? If ye then be not able to do that thing which is least, why take ye thought for the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They toil not, they spin not. And yet I say unto you that Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If then God so clothe the grass, which today is, uh, which is today in the field and tomorrow is cast into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O ye of little faith? And seek not what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, neither be ye of doubtful mind, for all these things do the nations of the world seek after. And your father knoweth that ye have need of these things. But rather seek, the kingdom, seek ye the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell what ye have and give alms. Provide yourself bags uh, which wax not old. A treasure in the heavens that faileth not where neither thief uh, approacheth nor moth corrupteth. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. 
It's interesting how Jesus addresses something that all of us struggle with, and he uses the illustration of finances. And he begins with this thought. He says, Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for your life what you shall eat, nor for your body what you shall put on. For the life is more than meat, and the body is more than raiment. He begins by saying, remember in the last text that we just studied, he said, remember the rich farmer? The rich farmer struggled because he had too much. He worried, what am I going to do with everything that I have? And so he finally says, all right, I'm going to tear down what I have, and I'm going to build something greater. Now, the disciples were at this point probably thinking, I wish I had that problem in my life. And maybe some of us would feel that same way. Sometimes you say, you know, I sacrificed greatly for the Lord. Here were the disciples, and they said, Lord, we followed you. We've left everything. What's going to happen to us? And they were worrying. Will we have enough? Will there be what we need? You know, our faith is always going to be tested. Do we really believe God are we really comfortable that our God will take care of us? So look, uh, as we begin at verse 22, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat, nor for your body, what you shall put on. Life is more than meat, and the body is more than raiment. You know, the idea of take no thought has the idea of don't be anxious. That idea has the idea of being pulled apart. We're we really can't focus because we're being pulled always toward what's going to happen. What's going to happen? For me, I've always told people, you know, maybe that's not the way for you. Put the problem in front of me and let me deal with it. It's the unknowns that really bother me. What if? What if? What about the things that I can't control? I don't know if it's that way for you, but it's easy to let the unknown things, the things that we can't control, be the things then that keep us all knotted up and worried. And Jesus begins by talking about, he says, don't worry about these things. Don't be anxious. Take no thought about these things. He's not saying don't understand what's happening around you, but what he's saying is, don't let things begin to pull you apart. It's the idea of a ship that's being tossed around and battered around so much. Uh, I like this, this statement from Corey Ten Boom. Corey said, Worry does not empty tomorrow of its sorrow. It only empties today of its strength. Now, when you remember what she went through, Corey Ten Boom was in the concentration camp. It would be very easy to worry about tomorrow, wouldn't it? Would be for me. What's going to happen to my family? What's going to happen to my parents? What would happen to my children? But how easy is that to do that today? What's going to happen? We're going to send our son away to college. What's going to happen? We're going to send our son up in a plane. What's going to happen? They're not going to put an instructor in there with him, and he's going to be flying a plane by himself. Would it be easy to worry? Maybe not for you, but it could be for us. And you say, well, you're just, you lack faith. 
Okay, well, you put yourself in your circumstance. What's the thing that eats your lunch? And let's think about that for just a little bit this evening. Worry begins to be destructive. What happens? The energy that we put into worrying doesn't accomplish anything. Why? Because we worry because it's out of our control. So now we're spending energy on that which we don't control. Also, worry causes us to have a wrong view of life, of itself, and of God. Worry convinces us that the material things are the most important. When in reality, what does God say? God says, life is more than meat. Body is more than raiment. And then he illustrates it by saying, look, consider the ravens. Now, here was a bird that was considered an ugly bird. A f I was going to say a foul bird, but... A bird that was dirty. And what happens? God keeps track of even that bird. He makes sure that it has enough. He's aware of it. And it doesn't have, you notice he goes back to the storehouse. It doesn't have a big barn. It doesn't have a big storehouse. And then he says, but God still feeds them. And then he says, are you not more valuable than the fowls? You know how he goes from the less to the greater, which teaches us something about which is less and which is greater as we listen to people in the world get confused about are people or animals more important? But he, he gives us this, and we get so concerned about the means, what we have, that we forget about the end. And we read there in verse um, 31 when he says, Seek ye the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. You know, the most important thing in our lives that God's made us to do is to bring glory to him. I so appreciate Richard Stearns. He's been in the hospital. He got to go home this afternoon. But he's been in the hospital. Sunday was not a good day for him. He was really confused. Monday was a very difficult day for him. The medicines had him all, all confused. But you know, I so appreciate him because as we were talking, the one thing he wants is if God's got him in the hospital, he wants to be used by God in the hospital. If God lets him go home, he wants to be used by God at home. But in the middle of his cancer, in the middle of all of his pain, the one thing he looks at is he wants to make sure that he keeps the big picture of bringing glory to God. I don't know what you're going through, but the one thing that Satan wants us to do is he wants us to focus on the immediate rather than how can I bring glory to God in the middle of this? So Jesus says, consider the ravens. Doesn't God take care of them? And then he says, worry, not only it, it gives you the wrong impression about itself. Eventually, we begin to think that worrying is a good thing. I, I've got to worry about this. I've got to really wrestle with this. And what does Jesus say? He said, so, how well has your worrying worked to cause you to grow an inch taller? If it can't cause you 
to do the little things? Why do we invest so much time in worrying about what we would say are the big things? Worry is deceptive. Worry blinds us to the world around us. You know, I was, I've been amazed over the last, probably been a week, week and a half. We thought there was a bird building a nest in one of our window wells. That's about four feet down. Nobody's going down there to get anything out of that window well. And we watched as the mom stayed down in the window well. We never could really see eggs down in there, but the mom never came out of the window well. And every day, multiple times a day, we would see a dad coming with a worm in his mouth. And he just kept bringing a worm multiple times to feed. The more we got to looking, we began to realize there weren't any eggs down there, but there was something wrong with the robin down there in uh, the window well. It was very sick. But you know, every day, that mate brought worms. You know, if, if God's creation knows how to care so much, doesn't God know how to care for us? And it's interesting, here Jesus is with them and that Jesus is reminding them that beware, worry can be deceptive. It will cause you not to see what God is doing around you. It will cause you to even begin to think that worry itself is okay. And worry causes us to not grow. Look at verse 30 with me where we read, for all these things do the nations of the world seek after, and your Father knoweth that ye have need of these things. What happens is, is that when we begin to worry, we begin to stop depending on Him and growing, and we just get stuck where we are. So Jesus says, I want you to not worry. You're my people. I'm going to take care of you. Worrying is what the unsaved do because they don't have a heavenly father that's going to take care of them. So what's the first step of getting rid of worry? Remembering that God knows our needs. If it's financial, if it's physical, you say, well, I know that. Move on. There are some things that I know that I haven't really taken time to meditate on to really make them part of me. I don't know if it's that way with you sometimes. It's not that we haven't heard it somewhere in church, on the radio, read it in our Bibles, but we haven't ever personalized what we hear and make it something that we know. Remember, Jesus wasn't being harsh as in all the other things, he wasn't going, don't worry, don't worry, you're a bad Christian, bad Christian because you worry. That's not what he's doing. Because he loved them, he warned them, beware. It would be easy to worry unless you remember my God. Now he knows all my needs. And I can honestly tell you, 
God has never left us destitute. There are times, and I'm nothing like with the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul said, you know, I know how to abound, and I know how to be abased. I've known how to do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's our hope tonight. I hope it's an encouragement to you. As you're beginning to struggle with what's going to happen to my children, what's going to happen to my spouse, what's going to happen to my future? He says, remember this. Seek God first. Put God first to where you just want God to be glorified in your life. And all these things will be added to you. Beware of worry.